Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Legenstein. Oi, we got a great show for you today. <laughs> Joined again, as always, by Moses. Moses, what the hell happened last night? You look like shit. There was a series of events that led to more drinking than uh, the, the minutes previous, and uh, <laughs> it just gets a little cloudy right around, I don't know, Four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that sounds right. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I can guarantee that we were drinking. Yeah, something. I think yeah. that's when it started. Yeah, I was feeling rough. I did get a big bottle of Pacifico, a uh, big inflatable bottle. That's true. Uh, from, you were uh, trying to give it to a baby. I uh, the uh, the <laughs> baby true. loved it. I have it. a photo of this. Yeah. The baby loved it. The baby did love it. Yeah. Babies love bottles. <laughs> wow, that's a parenting tip for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> The opposite of love might be anger. And yes. Justin, we got a lot to be angry about in this particular podcast. Yes, yes. Well, I know I do. Everything has pissed me off this week. And I'm just hoping to imbibe enough liquor as fast as I can to just make it a smooth process while we work through it. Uh, and I am Willie Mays. Very happy to be here. Uh, obviously center fielder for the San Francisco Giants. When I heard that Jimmy Davenport played on the same team as me, was here last week for a recording, I just knew that I had to be on the show as well. And honestly, a lot of the San Francisco Giants, uh, we are all looking forward to being on future podcasts, which really <laughs> kind of negates the names that were used previously, because obviously I was just talking about uh, uh, Jimmy Davenport, fantastic player, uh, third baseman for the most part. He also served as a manager for a little bit. Mm. Uh, fantastic player, fantastic manager. Just a little shout out to him, even though he's been dead for a few years. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he he was taken out days. because of yeah. a, a knee injury, wasn't it? It was. I believe it was along that line. It was a tour uh, torn ACL. Yeah. 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 It sounds like him. Typical in, in so baseball, typical. absolutely. But I'm just happy to be here. Um, I hope that we are talking about baseball. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just let's just see what happens. <clears throat> well, this is going to be interesting. Yes. But before we get into all of that, <laughs> we have we have a sponsor, guys. Holy shit! Balls. Look at us. That's amazing. Coming up in the world. Yeah. So welcome to the Loud and Drunk Fold, True Jersey. Summer's here, and the time is right for stopping by TrueJersey.com. From t-shirts, hats, and hoodies, True Jersey will show off your local pride like no other. And now, loud and drunk listeners can save 10% off their first order. Just go to TrueJersey.com and enter the code LOUD at the checkout to save 10%. Thank you to True Jersey for sponsoring the program. True Jersey, stay true. I'm actually from San Francisco, so that's not relevant for me. <laughs> well, you should get something to uh, commemorate your stay in New Jersey because you don't play here often. No, that's true. I haven't played in years, to be uh, quite honest with you. I'm, I was born in 1933, so. Well, you, you don't look a day over 30. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's very thoughtful of you. Awesome. I was actually anticipating a little bit of a rougher go on this show, but honestly, there's just a lot of friendly faces. Uh, there you uh, he's just lubing you up. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's, I mean, also very nice of him, because uh, I've been on the other side of that boat. Oh, no, black don't crack, so there's, you know. Oh, yeah, for days. Yeah. I mean, I know I unfortunately missed the podcast recently, but I heard he was very courteous, so I know he has it in him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 uh, from what I understand from Jimmy Davenport is that it was like watching a son talk to his mother. It was mm. very wholesome. Uh, he oh, had a great time. She is here. my mother. Yeah. Oh, oh, she oh, is? Yeah, that was my I mom. I didn't know that. Wow. Oh. That's crazy. Thanks. You have, you have different thanks, last Ma names. Thanks, though. Mama Kim. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Is she listening right now? I have to assume. Everybody's listening to this. I think everybody is yes, listening this is the, to this. It's the new big hit. It's like, it's like broadcast on like the national radio. Are there loudspeakers in this country where they just like do that? They're at the camps, Is yes. this a dystopia? 
Where am I right now? <laughs> You'll figure it out. All right, all right. Let's, let's keep it going. Yeah. Well, so, speaking of where we're broadcast on, you can subscribe to this podcast. We are everywhere you get your podcasts. So Apple, Google, Spotify, all of those places. We're also on YouTube and Rumble. So be sure to smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and subscribe to our channels. We want you to be a part of the conversation. So join us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Make sure you're helping us out by leaving us a five-star review on Apple and Facebook. If you like this podcast, then become a Loud and Drunk supporter. You can find us on Locals at loudanddrunk.locals.com and on Patreon at patreon.com slash loudanddrunk. So if you don't really want to go shopping at True Jersey, you can do one of those things, Willie Mays Hayes. Uh, yes, that sounds <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I'll, I'll take the haze in there as well. Yeah. Uh, that is a nice addition to my name. It's got a good roll off of the tongue. I don't know why I didn't think of this in my 70-year career. But uh, no, that feels right. And yes, I think that people should support, uh, what is it, New Jersey? What are, we, what are we talking about here? True Jersey. True Jersey. Yes. True yes. Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Is that the name of the state? No, that's the name <laughs> of the store. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's great. People should... I love it. I love it. Every day, I, I go to the that store. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I, too, go there uh, to the store. That's where I get my podcasts from. Yeah. Nice. All right. <laughs> Do they sell our podcast at the uh, store? Yeah, there's a big markup, but, you know, it's... <laughs> I don't know why I'm paying for the thing I'm doing, but all right. Well, it feels it's, right. It's, it's mad, mad world, It's baby. like drinking. Yeah. It's mad, mad it. world. Well, speaking of a mad, mad world, we're a mad, mad bunch of guys. Yes. We've all yes. had a little bit of, uh, you know, some mad issues this week. So I, I believe, Justin, you have a few of these stories. Why don't you kick us off with what pissed me off recently? Yes. I have some grievances, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's been a hot week. It's been a long week. And you know what? A lot of things have pissed me off. First on my list of aggravating factors, cyclist. Not the regular, you know, I'm going to my job on my bicycle, doing what I got to do thing. I'm talking about the lycra it up with the fancy helmets and the little mirrors that they don't use. And they ride in the middle of the road. It's like a part of their identity. It is. Yeah. It like, is. I'm a cyclist. <laughs> yeah. Somebody like, what are you into? Like, I'm a cyclist professionally. So it's like I live off of a, a two lane highway and. I got stuck behind a, a group of these like geriatric cyclists who were taking up the entire road essentially and would not let anybody pass. So you have to go down the road at a hot, hot 25 miles an hour. Yeah, like not for nothing. If you're going to do that, then you should be pedaling at 60 miles an hour. Yeah. If you're going to make a big deal out of what you're doing, then do it. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, it's, and it's like, oh, I'm a cyclist. I have the right to be here. This is my road now. And, and we should and we should have bike lanes, but they wouldn't stay in them if we did. No, the bike lanes are for like you know like like kids and people who are casually, as you said, people who are like casually riding somewhere, right? You know, at a fast or a slow speed, but that's what the lane is there for. And we should have those. They should but we be don't. going. They should be going sixty because that lycra speeds you up. And is that what it's for? Oh yeah, it reduces the wind resistance. I don't know what lycra is. I know it's a fabric. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's an industry these term. weird like onesies that they wear. Yeah. 
um, like one piece thing, and they're typically super garish and colorful. Like they're on a team, like I doing feel, the Tour de France. I feel like everyone who is who falls into this framework is essentially like a doctor somewhere. There's like, a, <laughs> I, and I'm sorry to doctors who aren't douchebags, but see, like it seems there's like there's a super them, douchey, condescending quality to it that's like almost offensive. It's it's just like oh, what is it? I, I, I can't even think of the word right now, which is hilarious. But it's like the indignation I feel about it is just. Good word, though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, they're just, they own the road. Wow. They're, like, so confident. Yeah. And it just aggravates me. Bro, I'm trying to get to work. My feeling about it is, and this is, this is why I was so excited when you told me that you were going to do this, yeah. is that uh, the bar that I routinely hang out at, the, the local fucking podunk, and, uh-huh. and they roll up. When they roll up, it's, like, in a set. Oh, yeah. You know, they got like their stupid fucking gang signs and shit. And they're just like, they, they take up the whole fucking bar and then have this, and I'll, I'll borrow your word here, this garish attitude about mm-hmm. everything. And my sentiment is, is like, I'm here getting drunk every day at 11 a.m. You started at six and you're showing up because like you need some calories in you, but I'm just trying to get drunk and rolled out of bed a minute ago and you're going to be condescending to me because I'm the only one who's actually doing this right. You're riding a bicycle at six seven in the morning to prove to yourself that you can accomplish something. And it's just, I don't know. I just find it offensive in general. There's like a certain level of health that people reach where they care about it enough that it stops being like, good for you. You know, you're trying to burn some calories, you know, or get in better shape. And it just becomes like, no, you're just like a douchebag now, you know? Well, it's in, in like, and a lot of these cyclists, you know, they're in their full gear. That includes the helmet that has the little mirror that hangs off of it that they're yeah. supposed which to they use. Which they don't use. Which they don't said. use. Yeah. And it's, it's just, fuck you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I hate cyclists. I refuse to wear a, a helmet when I when I ride my bike, mm. and and I'm aware that you know, like you could crack your skull open, and it's just sure. like ripe watermelon out on the pavement <laughs> kind of scenario. Uh, well, that would happen if you were walking too. Watermelons are slippery. That's yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if the, my neck holds my head up, so that's a, that's a non-issue. I don't need to have like a good grip on it. <laughs> You're right, though. Watermelons are very slippery. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I have a I have a negative sentiment about that. Like, I guess in general, I feel like I hate cyclists now, and I just needed yes. somebody to kind of validate. They that deserve for me. our ire, and if you've known, if you've been in this situation, you know how obnoxious it is. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, they've all ugh, I threw like, them. I like this rant. I like this rant because I've also been in this situation where you're just trying to drive to wherever, and a cyclist doesn't know what the rules of the road (laughs) are and thinks that they it doesn't apply to them. Well, the rules of the road, really, if you leave the government out of it, are might makes right. And I am driving a one-ton vehicle, and I assure you that at any moment you could be dead. And there's and also- this is by the grace of by the grace of me that you are allowed <laughs> to continue your bike ride to go and be a shithead at a bar that you've never been to ever. We can add an addendum to this with sure. motorcyclists as well because they tend to do this thing where let's say you're in grid uh, gridlock. Oh yeah. And they like to bob it and like or oh, go so between the lanes. Yeah. And yeah. then one I remember being on uh, you know in gridlock mm-hmm. and was trying to like cut me off. I'm like, "No." What do you think is happening here? You're illegally driving between all of these cars, mm. and you think I'm just going to let you in right. out of the like the goodness of my heart? It's funny. You. Like I've been in damn near like gridlock traffic on the parkway, which if you're from from our beautiful state, we all know what that's like. Mm-hmm. And then you got some like 
22-year-old kid on like a Jixer or something that's just splitting lanes between cars. The people who do that most commonly are young people yes. in crotch rockets and they're not like uh they're not like like an open road motorcyclist kind of person. <laughs> no, they're not no, like no. like this is their primary mode of transportation. And they're cutting between everything. And when I've seen it, it's typically that they're like flying between the cars, like going, you know, well over 50 miles an hour in stop traffic. So yeah. it doesn't take a whole lot to fly off of that bike. No, and I, at 50, you're <clears> dead. You I know? try to keep up with them, like they're ahead. Because <laughs> I want to yeah. see it happen when they crash. Oh, wow. no. Like I want to be there and just like, I'll change a windshield if, you know, the head shocking, comes you're the me. only one of us with medical training, so. Oh. And yet you're the most unwilling to help your fellow man. <laughs> I'd just like to know I can. <laughs> That's his power. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then he just cruises so fast in his Kia Soul or where the fuck it is. <laughs> Be like, ah, uh, you can't park that. <laughs> Tell you what your problem is. See, your head, it's supposed to be on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Well, but that's just it. They're very slippery. Though. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah, they're like watermelons. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. All right, I got another one that pissed me off. Well, we were here in New Jersey, in the general lower shore area, which this time of year is an absolute shit show because of uh, tourists. Well, I was in my local Wawa the other day, and just that the smell. First of all, they just stand around and talk to each other like they all know each other. I don't, yeah, like why? I don't get why anybody stands around in Wawa and talks. <laughs> like, unless you're waiting for a sub that you're getting made. I'm so desperate like, to get out of a Wawa. Honestly, any store. Yeah. Any, any, like, corporate. Like, I need to, like, have a good reason to stay somewhere. Otherwise, I go home. And uh, the, the, just, like, the... And I know it's like an old Italian person, but the like Jacquard Noir, whatever that like. Oh, uh, yeah. It's that, thick with it. Oh, it, it really infects your sinuses and your Probably. throat. And it's just Well, you like, got to lather it on. Yeah. Like. If, you're, if you're Italian and you're doing it right, then you want for your scent to precede you. Right. Before you even enter the building. Oh, it does. You want it to almost Usually do an it's garlic, but. Yeah. I mean. Well, I'd rather no. take the garlic. Yeah. I, I like love garlic. The garlic. Yeah. <laughs> love the smell of garlic. But, uh, oh, yeah, uh, terrible. terrible. There was like 20 of them, and they're not even waiting for sandwiches. They're just, they're just you know, bullshit. they all similarly have like this uniform that they wear. I've noticed this. This yeah. is like a thing. They like prep up for it. <laughs> yeah. And like, not for nothing, like, we have all traveled together. Yeah. And I've never even, it's never <laughs> even crossed my mind that we would meet beforehand. Right. And say, like, hey, let's coordinate our outfits. <laughs> right. In the same way as I wouldn't say that if we were going to the bar on a random Tuesday. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it just seems so outlandish. It, it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. I got another addendum that pissed me off, speaking of Wawa. So the other day, I'm absolutely melting at work, just getting crushed it's by the heat. It's been brutally fucking hot out. I fucking hate it. Yeah, the humidity has been just damn near 100% every day. It's getting crushed. So I stop in in the afternoon to get myself a little, you know, one of those strawberry shortcake pops. You know, bring a little light to my day. Those are delicious. Yeah, it was good. I haven't had one in probably like 10 years. Mm. And I get it, and... The uh, ever so bubbly cashier lady is just like, oh, oh, ice cream makes everything better. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. That'll improve your mood. It's like, oh, it's hot she, outside. That ice cream will really save your day. She works for Chuli's ice cream. <laughs> it's like, why do um, cashiers have to comment 
Because they're so fucking bored and want to have a conversation with anybody. But like, I'm bored a lot. And I don't like knock on my neighbor's door and be like, hey, what are you having for dinner? I was bored. Let me take advantage of this situation where I have you held captive, which is really what that is, that you need this person to facilitate the rest of the transaction. And now they're going to talk your ear off about like how uh, they want you to feel better. And like, to me, that's like always condescending. It was one of the few times is like the Wawa's have like the self-checkout now where I was like, I should have used the self-checkout. Oh, Even yeah. though I'm like somewhat opposed to that as a concept. But I would use it, but I always have, I always get cigarettes when I go to oh, Wawa. That's, that's so it's like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that. I always use a self-checkout because you can steal from the self-checkout <laughs> and I don't need to steal from the self-checkout, but no. I do because I want to. And um, I feel like that's one of those moments where you can just kind of like, you just, you pretend, I don't know what the fuck I'm buying there, but let's say it's several loaves of bread. <laughs> sure. <laughs> No okay. reason at all. Yeah. And you just pretend like you didn't know that you bought eight. You know, well, you, know, you got a carbo. I mean, exactly. I get it. You're an athlete. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm super athlete. <laughs> church's French toast oh, uh, breakfast. What is that? The church's French toast breakfast. Oh, yeah. why do I vaguely remember this? I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> I feel like we were watching really a Christian <laughs> documentary yesterday. About, oh, yeah, about the Dugers. Oh, uh, oh. was there a... I yeah, know there was like a, there, there, loaves there was of bread a, in it, but I don't. Yeah, I didn't, well, I mean that's pretty much what most. Oh, there's like so. fifty thousand people in that family. It's nineteen, but yeah, it's all. They lost their last kid because God hates them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God's not the only. Aren't one. a couple of them like pedophiles now or something? Yeah, like they were all arrested for <laughs> serious were, crimes. <laughs> they were always pedophiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't something <laughs> they, that they learned. <laughs> they learned uh, it from God. Is, they were fucked up people. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's fair. I'll take that. They've always been pedophiles. It's yeah. just you don't I knock guess. out fucking you don't get fucking nineteen kids and be on a TLC show and blah 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 because there's not something wrong with you. Uh, it's the Learning Channel. Oh my god, <laughs> I am so sorry yeah. to offend you. Sir. I have learned nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just want that. You learned how terrible people are. I already knew how terrible people are. That's why I don't go out that often. Yeah, this is why I don't cycle. All right, I got one more thing. It's a little quick little uh, snip here. Read the small print on shit. So I got an email from uh, the power company, JCPNL, or I guess larger, First Energy, whatever it's called. First Energy. Yeah, they sent me an email. Uh, you know, you can get rebates for having a smart thermostat, mm-hmm. you know, which I already have or whatever. But I'm reading this email. I'm going through the small print. And basically, they're trying to get people to hook up their their smart thermostats and give jcpnl the control yeah so that they can yeah, in times bullshit. of need adjust your temperature That's on your thermostat like yeah. five degrees I either feel like, way i feel that. like the, the general gist of it is that when you get an email from a corporation yeah. I always visualize like a nefarious Looney Tunes-esque villain <laughs> on the other side. And he's like, maybe I'm tied up to the railroad tracks. Maybe it's someone I love. Yeah. But that's what they're doing. They're furling their hands and they're making a little and, bit and more money like from that. Unfortunately, like- That's why I always use like, good, clean, New lazy. Jersey natural gas. Right. I, I use acne gas. Mm. Shut up. But uh, <laughs> uh, if you if you like, you look at because they, they try to sweeten the deal, oh, you'll get- um, like a $75 gift card to this and a $25 credit, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, I know people that don't read shit. Yeah. You know, I'm not even looking at this. I'm, I'm guilty I'm wasting that. my time reading the small print on it. And it's yeah. like, they have control of your thermostat up to a 10 degree swing? Yeah. That's wild. The, the idea, see, this is why I don't like a general, like the the like smart technology. Right. Basically anything that just like ties into the, to Wi-Fi. And yeah, yeah. Someone else can control it. I'm opposed to it for that reason. It's that like, like I can just adjust it when I'm home. If I'm warm, 
I can make it colder. Right. <laughs> and if I'm if I'm cold, I can make it hotter. And I don't really need that to be connected to Wi-Fi because the only reason that it would ever be relevant to me is if I was already there. And then I can just do the thing. It's not a lot of work. It's just so funny. It's, it's like so brash. It's mm. just like, yeah, you're handing over the control of your thermostat to yeah. the power company. Well, that's just, I mean, we're moving in that direction where eventually, you know, the government will just control, you know, like right here, you, the temperature. You, you can of have home, the, the, the approved regulated temperature. Yeah. They do that in, um, I, I don't know this, and we were there, mm-hmm. but I don't know this for a fact in that I didn't experience it, but I have read that in Japan, and I don't know if it's like a, a rule that's like enforced in the way that you're describing, right? or if it's like a thing that's just kind of pressed upon the Japanese population, which is usually pretty accommodative yeah. to requests, yeah. just like culture-wise, but they began raising the temperature. You know how like like for myself in the home, I try to keep it at like 70, 72, something like that. Yeah. If I'm really warm, like I'll, I'll cool it down a bit. Yeah. And in Japan, what they did, they did the same thing, 70, 72. And then over the past like decade or so where they had energy issues and temperature issues. Correct. Um, they began raising that. So they raised it to 74. And it was like, you know, public broadcasts essentially on where they're like, you should keep your house at 74. And they kind of, they press you about it. You know, like if you, if you know a neighbor who was keeping their house below 74, maybe you should say something to them kind of scenario, you know, see something, say something kind of bullshit, yeah. you know? And now they just raised it to 76 because they're short on the, the energy resource necessary. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, in that same email, I believe there was an infographic of like what you should have your stuff set at for like, you know, efficiency. Yeah. It's like, all right. So like during the day, it's like 78 degrees at night when you go to bed, 82. Yeah. And then for, I'm like, how am I getting asleep? Fucked. No. I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. I, and, and that's the irony of it. It's that what we're gradually doing is just regressing right. to where we just get rid of industrial society, which I'm not terribly opposed to. But the idea that we're just going to gradually work our way back to, yes, things should just be at room temperature. <laughs> it's like, let's just get rid of fucking air conditioning. And we live the way people did for 10,000 years. It does seem like we're going backwards yeah, in a way. Yeah. The more we go the, forward, the, the more whole, we go backwards. The whole system that we created is unsustainable. <laughs> but they don't want to say that. So instead, we're just going to slowly walk it back and make it seem like it's altruism in some way, which is like, then just do it because you don't need to add the spit in the face to it and make it seem like you're good first energy group or whatever the fuck you're called now. It can just be that we're trying to save money, make money, and you guys need to be a little bit warmer than usual. This whole thing was like a fucking you know, smoke and mirrors kind of routine, and it's coming to an end now. Yeah. I, I blame the people that have their houses set to like 64 degrees. In this That's summer. probably true. Yeah. Uh, I keep mine cooler. You are an animal. I like the cold. It's easier to stay warm than it is to stay cold. I mean, cold. I like the I cold, agree with too. That, yeah. But, I mean, my God. Nah, fuck those other people. And fuck those icebergs and polar bears, too, because I want to be Not fuck cool. polar bears. They're cool animals. Well, they're, then they could be cool. And they, I like to be cool, They too. can't be cool if you keep setting your house <laughs> to 60 degrees. They could come over. They, they could come hang with me. I, I think their migration might be challenging for that. Well, How many seals do you have for them to prey on? Uh, Two. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be singing a different tune when his cats and dog are dead. <laughs> All right. I mean, those are those are my grievances for the week. Uh, and I'll end it on a, not an uplifting note, but a note. I'll give a little shout out to uh, Phil, the six-year-old juggalo gas attendant who forced me to hug him the other day. Nice. That was odd and interesting. So thank you for that, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like it was warm. <laughs> Jugglers are weird. <laughs> A 60-year-old Juggalo That's is even weirder. That is weird. Yeah. He's way too old to yeah. even know what that band is. <laughs>
Fortunately, he doesn't know what a podcast is, so he'll never Thank hear God. it. Oh, all Thank right. God. Well, then I'll give him he'll a shout-out. He'll be here hugging us all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. I feel lighter. I feel better. Yeah, I'm glad you were able to vent. Until next time. Yeah. <laughs> when I have a yeah. new list of things oh, that we got a whole new week ahead of us. Oh, always come back to the nest because yeah. you can just air it out here. My goodness. Don't be a dickhead. Get on the shoulder. <laughs> uh, or just be a dick. <laughs> Anybody else got anything they want to air? Oh, I've, I've, I've had a pleasant week. Nice. Yeah, you look like it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I go, yeah. I go I, He bullshit. did this to himself. I drank all my memories away last night, and no. now I'm free of whatever I did the past week. No. Uh, this week in particular was was pretty decent for me. I can't really complain. I had my fiasco at uh, Atlantic City last week. Ah, uh, right. If you want to hear that, I can... Yeah, drop it on us, baby. Uh, all right, so... I guess I'll do my best version to do the, 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 the shortest version of the story. Oh, good, uh, it's, yeah, I'm bad at this. Right, this is the first, fourth yeah. time, fifth um, time I've heard this. Apparently, when you go to Tropicana in Atlantic City, uh, you're supposed to bring your own bed sheets with you. They cannot provide those. That's a thing. Also, reservation does not mean that the space is reserved for you. To elaborate slightly further, I, I assume that I've told you guys this, but I'll elaborate for uh, uh, those listeners. Reserve a room. Whatever that word means. And uh, it's, just an it's got idea. two double queens for two couples. And roll up on the spot. It's about 10 p.m., so it's a little bit late to be checking in, but not unreasonable. No, it's not, Atlantic not Atlantic City. City no. Yeah, it's a city of vice, you mm-hmm. know, so it's not unreasonable. And they go, no, we don't have that room. And I go, whoa, that's a big problem because <laughs> we we do have to sleep here. We drank so much before we got to this lobby desk. And um, and the person who's there, who whose fault it is not, they're just, you know, they're doing their job and what have you. But they explained to me that Caesars Corporation, which owns Tropicana, their policy is that when you reserve a room, it doesn't mean that they hold it for you. And that's my mistake, because I interpret <laughs> the word... How dare you assume? Yeah, I interpret Why the word in a say? literal fashion, as opposed to the Caesar's fashion, which allows a lot of leeway. And uh, so she was so kind as to explain to me that, yeah, that the that the room is not reserved for you. It's still first come, first serve, a phrase which was repeated to me multiple <laughs> times. And I found enormously frustrating, not just because of the alcohol in my bloodstream, but because it makes no goddamn sense. And um, so eventually, since I was in the company of people, People who I appreciate and did not want to see me in this bad light. AKA um, not us. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh, if you were there, we would have been there until fucking four in the morning. Oh, I would have been instigating it more. Oh, like, I don't think you got enough yeah. out of Yeah, we would be we would not be doing this podcast <laughs> no. right now. We would be in jail. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that person has a family that you haven't talked about yet. Yeah. But um, so they explained this to me, and I said, listen, rather than argue with you in this good company that I have. I will simply purchase another king because they had that available. I said, we can't give you the double bag. We can give you a king for the same price. <laughs> right. That's right. what I paid for the first one, which is $450 yep. on a Saturday night in Atlantic City. And um, so I said, fine, because I will get this refunded. So I don't care what the second thing costs because I was being a little douchey about it because honestly, I had every right to pay. And she goes, well, let me see if I have one. And I go, you have one. You absolutely have one. I am not you leaving four fucking this room. Towers room. I'm trying That's to be nice be about one. this. And I said it was for my friends, which strongly implies that I've got an anger in me right now. So she does find another one. She goes, it's going to be a bit more expensive. So that second room was $600. Why? Uh, like, because why? I needed it. At the time. Because I yeah. needed it. Yeah. So I said, fine. 
because I know that it's not that person's fault. You know, it's a policy issue. It's Caesars, so on and so forth. So we get this room and myself and my lady, we go up there and it is a bare mattress. It appears that maybe people have been fucking on the chairs that are like in the corner. There's like disheveled, like it's not the way that like a housekeeper would have done it. It's not organized. It looks like, like, it looks like you had like a fucking fucked up night and you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh my God, like, should I call someone right now? And um, so we observed this. We observed this and um, called up housekeeping, obviously. And um, a middle-aged lady shows up and she goes, I cannot believe that they gave you this. <laughs> and we obviously nodded in approval. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were also shocked for $600, you know? Yeah. And um, so go, we go through these motions. We wait for her to get done. And uh, then we wander down to the floor. The whole reason you're in NSA to go and get fucked up and yep. gamble. We do all of these things. Hours go by. We do the shots. We do the drinks, all these things. And uh, we get back to the room. And we pass out. We do our things. We pass out. Yeah. And um, I wake up in the morning. We've got this. It's lovely. We had this nice kink. So we were able to do the things that we want to do. Yeah. Know? And um, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're in a double queen, I kind of wanted the two rooms in the first place. You know? but, you know, I, I've got I've got intentions. You know, and not all of them are wholesome. So we uh, we go back up the room pass out. And I wake up. We had to leave early, which I was aware of. I pass out. I wake up at like 9 a.m. or so to my lady just being like, hey, Oh, no. And I jump up out of the fucking bed, you know, because it's just like in my sleep that sounded like there was danger. Yeah. yeah. And um, and she's standing there and I'm going to use her word. She goes, I'm a wet rat right now. <laughs> and I look over at her through my hazy eyes. And indeed, you know, the hair is fucking completely you know, uh. soaked, drooped down. She's soaking wet. And, and I'm just like staring at her with this like look of confusion. And she goes in this like soft, you know, lady like voice. And she just goes, there's no towels. <laughs> you know? And there was almost like, you know, like a level of sadness. Right, know? right. And, uh, and sure enough, indeed, when we got the sheets, we did not think to check the bathroom. Because why the fuck would you think that you paid $600 for a goddamn hotel room and there's no goddamn towels? So. I call up. We wait on hold for forever. They never show up. And eventually she's just like, listen, I air dried. Let's just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, so we bounce. And um, I end up calling Caesars. I call up. First, I call up Tropicana. They say, we can't do that here, which is total bullshit. But <laughs> I didn't want to get into an argument on the phone because that's a fool's errand. So you I, know. Yeah. No. So I get, the, I get the other phone number. I call up Caesars Corporate. And I get somebody who's professional on the phone. So not like a call center person. The person was not from India. They were clearly somebody. Somebody who was from South Jersey, they had the right accent, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I've done this like for the business. I've done this many times. And so I know to like get the situation out of the way. Let's just describe it. So that way we both know what we're talking about. So I explain, we showed up. They didn't have the room that we bought. They gave us another room. I had to pay for that. Definitely want to refund on that one. Then we get to the room. No fucking towels, no fucking blankets. You know, it's kind of, this is a shit show. This is <laughs> yeah. embarrassing for you guys. Like I shouldn't even need to explain this. This should have been solved, but okay. Accidents happen. No big deal. So this person gets done with my like, let's call it about probably two minutes for me to get all the details out because I'm going to be the short version here. And she responds by saying, well, listen, just because you reserve a room doesn't mean that we hold it for you. So it's the same thing so that I heard. Did from you the ask person. what the definition of reservation oh is? Oh my God, did I ask. <laughs> oh my fucking God, did I ask. It gives you the reservation to have a reservation. And you could only imagine, I'm trying to be what? chill. I'm trying to be chill, but it was so difficult. When somebody's looking right in your eyes and they're a stranger and they're just like, listen, bro, the sky 
is purple <laughs> all the time. And you're the one who's wrong. And it's so frustrating because you want to like do something about that. But then you remember that you live in this shitty fucking world and you just have to kind of like get by with it and make the most. So I just said to her at a certain point, we are at this point 42 minutes into this conversation oh, because I God. said it to her over the phone. I took my phone away and I looked at it and I'm like, we've been talking about this for 42 minutes and we are right back where we started. <laughs> and I'm sure that you're frustrated. I know I'm frustrated. <laughs> and I was like, let's get to the other part of the story because I was like, that's a shoe in That's right. like a no brainer, no sheets on the bed, blah, 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 blah. And I foreshadowed it, but that's all that I say to her. I go, let's get to that part of the conversation. And she doesn't, because I don't need to say anything else. It's already been said. And she says, well, I don't really understand. You knew that you weren't going to be staying in your own house tonight. So why wouldn't you come prepared? It's like a Douglas oh, Adams thing. Just always bring a towel. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. And I, I truly did not know what to say. And I've dealt with some phone calls where it's like somebody's just kind of like bouncing you around. They're not giving you a straight answer. This one was one where I was like, so wait, so oh, you, wow. so it's on you to be prepared with bed sheets and yeah. towels. And I said to her straight up, cause now the rest of this conversation was another <laughs> half an hour before I got off the phone. But I said to her, I was like, are you telling me that I should have brought sheets and pillows and towels? And she goes, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you should have been saying like, oh, I brought, sh- I brought sheets, but they were for a queen bed, but you guys didn't have that. <laughs> so I, was, I was not that clever. <laughs> I was not that clever. I was so fucking mad that it was like taking everything in me to not like be a dickhead. I certainly had no cleverness. It's a real shame how much yeah. anger takes the smarts out of you. Oh my God. Yeah. I was on a different fucking realm. And, um, and she never said you needed to bring your own sheets. She just continued to imply mm. that mm. they should not need to provide them and that I should have known that. Uh, and that really system. like I'm kind of an idiot and like it's stupid <laughs> that I'm even calling her up about this and maybe I should hang up and think about my life. And I was so fucking livid and, and that I will say this. While I was not very clever and I didn't have any good jokes, I did at least have the fortitude to say because she was like several times she was like she said to me, she said to me, I was fucking pissed off. She goes, sir, there's no need to talk that way. I'm like, there's no need for you to talk to me this way. And so I at least had the fortitude to say to her, because she, there was like those moments where I knew that we were like close to her hanging up on sure. me. Because they can do that if you get they too absolutely, elevated. Yeah, if you get too aggressive. Which is why I don't curse or yep. anything like that. And I keep my tone cool. But I mean, you're obviously like, I was very angry. So I was definitely catching like a toot, you know, as was she. And um, so I would dial it back by being, let's stop right here. Let's mm-hmm. just, let's just chill out for a minute. And I was like, Fina, just, that's her name. I don't, I don't know what kind of a name that is. She was not black, by the way, which oh, would no. make more Was sense. Aquafina? I don't know. I did not ask her. I feel like that's got a PH in it. Maybe not. I don't Regardless, know. it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> either way, I would stop the conversation and I would say to her, I was like, we're getting away from this. Let's get back to it. Because all that I really want to happen before I get off the phone with you, I'm a loyal Caesars customer. Can you just explain to me what the word reservation means? <laughs> And she would repeat herself. And I would say, I'm sorry, I'm still not getting it. And we would then escalate again, which is how this conversation took so long. Because we were both so desperate to not talk to each other ever again. (laughs) (laughs) And and I wouldn't drop it. And she was not allowed to hang up the phone unless I said something different than that. So it was just, it was just awful. And, And in many ways, I brought the conversation upon myself, which added to the frustration. I did then go and uh, take the recording of the phone call because I record all of my phone calls with corporate people. Um, So I basically did like a little type out of that and I just posted it to all the review sites, which I know does nothing, but it made me feel good. So I got all of these responses.
bounces from Tropicana that was just like, we'll relay this to our team so that it doesn't happen again, which just made me angrier in many ways. So like I kind of did myself. Because you know it's just a bot. Yeah, exactly. It's just a fucking bot. But I am going to go in there uh, in a few days. I'm going to dress up in some sort of an outlandish but respectable outfit. Uh Uh, Some sort of one of these myriad of suits that I own. And um, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to find somebody where I'm not like, because I feel like on the phone, like I'm then the captive audience, the same way as somebody is, you know, in these other cashier situation. The cashier situation when you're stuck in an airplane. You are stuck in a transaction of sorts. People know when they got you. When you're a bartender, people do it to them. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go and be that guy. And I'm not proud of it, but I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to go into the casino and I'm going to make sure that I get to a manager. The way that I'm going to do it is that I'm going to stop when I take, when I get the person that's willing to take responsibility. Right. If it's the person at the front desk who's like, I'm really sorry, there's nothing I can do. That's not that person's fault. So I will move past them mm-hmm. by whatever means, you know, necessary, uh, which makes it sound very your violent, supervisor. actually. Yeah. yeah. I'll go escalate him, to Karen. that level where I find that person that defends Caesar's policy, and then I'm going to let out this, like, frustration that I've had for multiple years, really, and um, just going to take that out on that person. Whether I get anything out of it or not, I guess doesn't really matter. It's I, worth a shot. I mean, I'll absolutely say the, the Caesar-owned uh, casinos and hotels down there have been really kind of hard to deal with oh, yeah. the past couple of years. Yeah, their policy is bullshit. They have a monopoly. Yeah, and it's it, it's really because I didn't even realize until when we did Beer Fest and we uh, Moses and I stayed at Harrow's that oh, that was a that was a season. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised. They all are. Borgata yeah. is, and it Bor- seems weird. Borgata like, is independent. Yeah, or not, I, mean, I don't know. If yeah, I think Borgata is Caesars too. No, no it's not Caesars. No, it's and it's not independent either. But it is not Caesars. Right. Uh, there, there are corporations that have like a cartel. Oh, maybe it's like MGM. Yeah, that sounds maybe that's right. The other yeah, one. It's MGM. Because I remember logging on to a website that was in Borgata to yeah. check in. Yeah. Uh, maybe one time it's, that we were down there. It might be um, it might be Ocean or um, Hard Rock mm-hmm. that are independent. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, either yeah. way, I'm I'm just gonna be like that stubborn guy where I'm like I'm never gonna go to that place again. That said, they did they did give me some free credits. It's like fifty dollars. Oh, so fuck them. But I'm not gonna scoff at fifty yeah, bucks either. No, so put I'm it all on black and uh, you can go home. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. <laughs> let's, let's see what really happens. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you'll go with what a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's really unfortunate because it's like numerous problems in our whole friend group and like we generally that's where we'd go like Caesars, Bally's, yeah. Trop, yeah. whatever. Because they're affordable and they, and they, they, have, they do have the action. Yeah. You know? But like they really like just fucking fuck. When they fuck you over, they yeah. fuck you over hard. And they, and they really just don't like that's what it is. The shitty part about it because like as far as the rooms being a little bit shitty, that's fine. As it, far it as the tables being me. a little bit shitty, you get what you pay for. It, right. And they are cheaper than Borgata. They are. So that's fair. I have no problem with that. Shorthand me on that one. Mm-hmm. I was buying a cheap, you know, a cheaper room. Yeah. But um, it should come with sheets. The bottom line <laughs> is that when there's, it should come with sheets. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and at least one towel. Yeah. And but the the thing about it is that. What I do want is that if you fucked something up, like, give a little bit of service. I don't need you to suck my dick. You know, just fucking, like, but, like, if I tell you that there's no towels, don't be like, oh, maybe you should have brought your own towels. (laughs) That's a fucking, like, I could go to some fucking bullshit Airbnb in the middle of goddamn Nebraska, and there's going to be fucking towels at it. It's a multi-billion dollar corporation in a fairly big city in New Jersey. Like a super fucking populated state. Clearly. We're right outside of New York and Philadelphia. And you're going to pull this podunk shit? <laughs> Clearly, you've never, you, you, you forgot to read your hitchhiker's guide. And oh, always God. bring, bring a, a towel. towel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you didn't say bring sheets, though. Well, that's fair. But you did bring sheets. They just didn't have the beds for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only. 
It's, it's just, it's amazing. Mm. It, like the state of things. It's fucking hubris. That's what it is. And I think like, uh, particularly this past year, it's just yeah. been like folly after folly with that yeah. fucking company. Because they closed down all these other casinos. Not that they were closed down, but basically there wasn't enough money in the city yeah. to maintain all of these And casinos. those were pretty shitty yeah. ones. That's anyway. It. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, um, and these other, the ones that basically picked up the slack since they're busy all the time. They just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because if they lose you because they did a shitty job, there's somebody else to pick up the slack. No, there is. No. Yeah. There's always more New Yorkers to come down. People from people who've never been there before and they don't know the shitty situation that they're getting into. Yeah. So they're just gonna pay it. They're not gonna get the refund, and that's it. So it's you know, it's it's like a low key like heist game. It's a it shitty Ocean's is. Eleven. It really kinda is. And it's unfortunate. Yep. Because it don't need to be that way. <laughs> Anyway, I'm pissed off about it still. <laughs> well, gentlemen, allow me to at least talk about one thing that irritated me. Sure, uh, recently. please. Um, so I don't know how many background checks you ever have to submit for. I can't court order. Uh, well, <laughs> lucky you. That's an odd order. A lot of these background uh, checks, when you fill out these forms, they want you to give like the last three jobs that you had or at least the last seven years of employment. Unfortunately, I have a little gap in my employment oh, history fair, yeah. uh, uh, because I went to school in mm. between uh, one job because I did a career change. Uh, that's why I'm the producer of their show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the host. You got promoted. Well, I am the producer as well. <laughs> I've been the producer. I've been the host and the producer this whole time. Newsflash, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first He's finally time. getting there after his sobriety. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen him. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this man? I don't know. I thought this was a trio. So I don't know what these companies expect you to to like, uh, am I supposed to keep con in contact with the HR and the company that I worked for left 10 years ago? Like, oh, just give us the email and phone number of the <laughs> HR department from someplace that you worked at when you first got out of the Navy 15 years ago. <laughs> That's funny. I'm actually on the phone with them right now. <laughs> They're sitting I'm, right next to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, hang I'm, out all the time. I'm, I'm great friends with every HR department. <laughs> There's nothing in this podcast that contradicts that statement, Absolutely and I won't hear not. anything of it. Absolutely not. Uh, How? What? And also, you're running the background check. You tell me what I was fucking doing. <laughs> Not for nothing. Yeah, you find that in the background check. Yeah. So I don't understand why I have to do all of this shit for you. I was just to find the address of the last place that I worked at. It's I was like, going uh, through paperwork trying to figure out what where the hell was that address? It's like a it's like a gatekeeping thing in its own way. Not in the traditional sense of it, but in that if you don't agree to it, then they rule you out. Right. Well, because they figure this out. It's the same thing as like doing like a drug, drug test. drunk driving. Yeah, like you, if you don't blow into the breathalyzer, you're automatically drunk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with all of that analogy, but I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. <laughs> There's more nuances there, but yeah. well, let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. But it's the concept. I, I understand all that, but it's just I don't. If you're running the background check on me, then for the love of God. I, how am I supposed to know? First of all, I don't keep track of this. Also, like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell me <laughs> if you keep in contact with your HR department or if you jotted all this down, you're like, you're that organized where it makes me look like I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> because I didn't know, I didn't remember where the address was at the place that I worked at before. I didn't, certainly didn't remember the address before that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how the fuck, how am I supposed to know all of this stuff offhand? Mm. Like, and I got to go through my paperwork. You should Look, see my filing cabinet. A good employee does, Dan. A good employee never forgets their previous employer, no matter what. You think of them and you pray for them every single night. I have trouble remembering who employs me already. 
Like I'll I be I driving think you're to unemployed. Work. Yeah. I, I'll be like driving to work. I'm like, where the fuck am I going? Where, yeah, I don't think you're going anywhere. Yeah. I think you're doing like a big loop before you get home. Well, no, I stop places and drink. Well, so then your employer is not the bartender. They're your employee. Where does this money come from? <laughs> I don't know, but it's always there, so I'm not going to question it. I'm, I'm just blessed. Shout out to Nancy. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Nancy. Uh, I know you're not listening. But um, um, yeah, when I went into uh, I went into the federal service when I was 19 years old. So I haven't had to do it's been like 18 years or so. But I had to do so much. It's like one. All right. I'll. I'll Go down that tangent in a second, but like, so I had to do the full federal background check, the fingerprinting, the whole nine. And it's like, I went into college, you know, from high school and was still in college when I went into federal service and they could not like wrap their head around that. Yeah. And it's like, they wanted like seven years of job history. I'm like, I was 12. Yeah. (laughs) Seven years ago. Well, listen, you should have been carrying your own fucking weight. Goddamn freeloaders. (laughs) And it's like, they just could not. Dan was in the Navy when he was 10. What the yeah. fuck were you doing? That's what uh, I got accused of a lot of the time. Yeah. How old were you when you saw yeah. this thing? But it's, it's crazy. I, I do think about that because like obviously I'm on, the, on my career path and I'll hopefully never have to do that shit again. But uh, I do work for the government, so that can yeah. be fucked tomorrow. But it, it's wild. Yeah. Like the hoops you have to jump through. I went for my fingerprints, had to go up to North to the federal office up there to do my fingerprints. You know, they do the fingerprints like, okay, you're good. And then I have to go back the next week because like, oh, we, you, you, you pushed your fingers too hard on the fingerprint. And they're the one. Yeah. Why shouldn't they they should have known that? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They do it. They're the ones doing it. You're just like a dead arm there and they fucking ink you. And it's just like, I'm just trying to get a job, man. (laughs) But yeah, it's when I got fingerprinted by the cops, that would have been great. When they're just like, we need you to come back. We can't make you come back, but we did this wrong. Like, oh man, Uh, I'll totally see you guys tomorrow. uh, I'll see you in court. <laughs> Real quick, yeah. One more thing, Justin. You mentioned how hot and humid it has been. Yeah, it has been. Yes. And so, what happens when it gets hot and humid? The state bird of New Jersey comes out in full for- force. <laughs> yes. The mosquito. Yes. And um, I know, you. I know that's an annoyance for everybody, but for me, it seems to be the worst thing ever because I am a mosquito repellent for everyone else because they just get me. They love you and you react so harshly to yeah. them. Mm. You, when you said the state bird of New Jersey, I immediately thought of a middle finger. That's, that's, right. Right. that's <laughs> where my head went to. Oh, there are right. mosquitoes today. <laughs> but yeah. We were over at Mama Kin's. Uh, <laughs> Mama, Mama Kin's. Oh yeah, Moses Keep in touch with Mama Kin. <laughs> um, Daddy's got a squeeze bar. <laughs> Mama got a squeeze bar. Oh, Daddy's got one too now. <laughs> no, his daddy doesn't sleep at night. Uh, <laughs> not with that squeeze box, he don't. <laughs> I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes. I'll see you guys soon. All right, so a little backstory on this, how bad I react. Uh, when I was going to college in my 30s, um, I was up in Connecticut, and their, their mosquitoes are actually healthy up there. So I got bit on my uh, my ankle, and it swelled up to the size of a golf ball. God damn. And I, I had to ice it down just to control the swelling. That's when I learned, oh, if I just ice this shit down, I'll control the swelling. It won't itch that much. Uh, that's what I have to do every single time, and it is time sensitive. When we were over at Kim's, I got bit twice. It was after you guys left, and... 
I'm like, huh? I have to now go take like a training timeout in the garage, and go find a, an ice cube, and just apply it directly to my skin. I'm picturing Dan as like um, in the movie Aliens, where it's just like he's newt when he's uh, in like, like locked in the room, and there's a face hugger in there kind of scenario, and it's just like this life and death struggle, and he's waiting for Sigourney Weaver to show up and do something about this scenario, but we had already left. I was picturing a uh, Wanted, where they sit in like milk baths just to heal oh. or whatever. I don't know what it was, but was it wax? Yeah, yeah. It was some kind of ridiculous thing, but just him just like sitting in a bath after being outside for five minutes and getting bit up. Dan, it's like, yeah, I've never seen anybody like have a reaction to bites like that like you do. It's wild. So let me close out with one quick part of this and then we'll move on. Friend of the show over at Ed's uh, Mm. last summer. Mm. Uh, we were over and uh, he w- was so into how much I was attracting the mosquitoes instead of him <laughs> because he was telling me how much he gets bit. I got bit at least because I counted 22 times <laughs> on both legs. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's I'm a lot. Both, 22 times like total on both right. legs. And he was just like, oh my God, I need to have you over here all the time. <laughs> Yard work. Is there You're a like way- the mosquito strip? <laughs> yeah. Is there a way that I can just like skin you alive? And just put I mean, there is, yeah. Yeah. there is a I'm way. I'm not going to be able to cover all the property, my friend. <laughs> we got to bulk this guy up. But 22 to- in the afternoon That's where they're not even prevalent. Uh, right. That's uh, like, um, that reminds me of when I got bit by, uh, you guys ever accidentally stood on like a mound of chiggers. Oh, uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. fucking uh. awful. And then it's like that. You get like when, if they get you, they get you 50 fucking times. Well, and, and you're are, just so upset for four weeks. Chiggers, cause, yeah, because they burrow under the skin essentially. Yeah, yeah they're and, like mites. They're oh, super they're small. Terrible, so they can, get in, they can get in through your skin. They're incredibly prevalent through the Pine Barrens and stuff. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like in Boy Scouts when camping a lot in the Pine Barrens. And yeah, you, you almost inadvertently every time get yeah. triggers. I've got fucking scars on me from scratching those. Yeah. Brutal. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Nasty. That's a mistake I'll ma- never make again. But <laughs> mosquitoes, you can't really you can't really avoid. Uh, I had a mosquito bite. You had kind of slapped it away. and But I guess it did get me right on top of my head. And I didn't think <laughs> of it. So shaving, whenever the last time I shaved was, I oh, shave that right off. Yeah. I cut, cut a big son. piece of my the top of my head off. Moses is bold as fuck for those who can't Oh, say. my God. And, like, it's painful, especially when I first did it. I think it was on 4th of July. And it was hot as balls. And, like, the sweat is just stinging this open wound. Yeah, you, you did show us it on the 4th of uh, it, it July. It was very, yeah. very painful. <laughs> you kind of deserve that, though. Uh, I didn't even, like, I didn't think about it until, like, I already did it right and i'm like oh you asshole <laughs> like that's what like i was thinking in, about it the entire time to avoid it in, in but fairness, i just went right over it in fairness to you there's no good way that you could have handled that because no. what were you gonna do give yourself like a fucking like you're oh, gonna go right up to it and then you have a little, a little around it, yeah. right in the top or you're gonna go over it super slow like i mean there's no good way well, to I, do would, I don't know maybe like a straight razor i would have just kind of got around it. I don't know. Sheet? Yeah, right. <laughs> right off. Take it clean off. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, the thought of this, the visualization is upsetting. Oh, it, like once it, once I hit it and the water hit it in the shower, I'm like, oh my God, so much, like so much pain. <laughs> I just close my eyes. I'm like, I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> well, Moses, if you think you were in pain then, we're going to introduce a new segment Ooh. to the show. Ooh. And it is called... Moses does history. <laughs> yeah. And I'm this excited. is going to be a part of the show where Moses 
tells us how history went. Yeah, I have little to no recollection of anything <laughs> that goes on in my life, so yeah, I, I can do it from the times I wasn't alive or just barely born. Where you got the popcorn, boys and girls. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So I was argued down because I wanted the first topic to be the Battle of Gettysburg. Oh, jeez. I told you no one would know that. <laughs> and so we've... Now, just real quick, real quick, before you even get to that broader topic, how confident are you in the Battle of Gettysburg? I, I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. I, I know he didn't know anything about it. He but... can't talk about it at all. <laughs> There's no conversation here. Go on, go on. So we've... Uh, broaden it up. Tell us about the Civil War. Uh, it wasn't civil. There's nothing civil about war. I learned that from uh, uh, Axel Rose. Uh, oh, God. God. Um, you bastard. <laughs> give, give us uh, the most succinct play-by-play as you can do. Uh, the actual history, not the quips. We want, uh, so we're, we're, we're hanging out in Britain back, uh, I don't know when that was. Yep. And uh, so we're like, no, we need a new country. Uh-huh. What? We, <laughs> now let him talk. We need you a new country. This. So we're like, oh, let's get on this boat and uh, go over here. And uh, we came over here and uh, we killed uh, anybody that was already here. Yeah, that's uh, true. With, okay. With great precision. No. And uh, then then like, we're like, oh, well, we got rid of the indigenous. So mm. we, we, we have no one left to fight. Let's fight ourselves. And oh. so that's where we get to the Civil War. Uh, there's some other things going on, but they're not important. So what happened next? Uh, Lincoln gets shot. <laughs> uh, there's slaves and such. Casablanca's is made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... That kind of rounds it about. Just for, for, and, those, oh, for those and, of you since we, we're still at only audio, I just wish that everyone could see the <laughs> extreme disdain on Dan's face right now. He is shocked. I mean, thank you for your service. Back then. <laughs> <laughs> so let's summarize your summary. You started with the founding and then revolution. <laughs> the founding of the country and then the revolution. I literally war. thought you were confusing <laughs> the revolutionary that. war and the civil war. Well, you have to know where we start. <laughs> then you said there was a civil war. Lincoln got shot, which happened after, after the civil yeah, war. Very much so. <laughs> and then it's you kind threw of famous. In, and then you threw in slavery after. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, was, I was also getting to uh, Washington crossing the Delaware, too. It was coming up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, should we dive in further? Is that a thing? Why, why did the civil war happen? <laughs> oh, because having slaves is bad. Mm, that's eh. close enough. Yeah. I mean, it's more complex than that, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of that simple. Slaves are, no, yeah. it's not good to have slaves. I'm going to leave this to you, Dan. This is your <laughs> idea. So, all right. Unless I'm so. wrong and it is good to have slaves. No, it's a lot of economics involved. All right. Depends on the slave. Yeah. Moses, can you tell me roughly when the civil war took place? Uh, no. 18 something. 18 something. Okay. We're, we're off to a good start. It's good. It's right 18 century. something. Just give me two extra numbers uh, 18 something or other i'll go with 32 that's so that's jackson was in office <laughs> <I think. laughs> that's not that's not even the mexican war no, no. <laughs> so 1861 to 1865 yeah, right. is when it took place no what else do you want to tell me about the Civil War? Uh, I mean, uh, I think I when, told you everything. So how did the Civil War go at first? Who was winning? And also, who was fighting in the Civil War? What were the territories? Oh, it was the, wasn't it the South of Mason-Dixon? Okay, that's good. What was the difference? 
Like uh, what? One, where, one wanted slaves and the other were like, no. Okay, which side wanted slaves? Uh, the South. The South wanted South slaves. South were all about it. What, was the, that, what no. was the South called? Uh, wasn't it just the South? <laughs> no, there was a specific name for the country. They, they did have a name for their own country. That, uh, is, that I, I have no idea. You totally know this. Do I? Yeah, yeah there's a you flag named yeah. after it. The, oh, the Confederacy. There yeah. it is. Yeah. All right. We're all working right. through it, baby. Okay. We're working right. through it. So, name the most popular general for the Confederate States of America. You should know this because it's also the name of a car. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. that's I like that you did this for him. Yeah, now that's I'm very thinking. nice of you, done. Because I, uh, I only know a couple of cars. <laughs> Do you want <laughs> me to get specific? It's, well, it's not a kit. Much it's it's, it's a car kit. in media. <laughs> Car yeah. and media. It's a popular is it, show. A, is it Optimus a Prime? No, no, no. <laughs> that, is, that is true, though. The lead general for the Confederacy was Optimus Prime. Uh, and general, I still I, wonder to myself, to this day, how they uh, didn't win when they had a giant <laughs> robot leading them. I mean, they already did King Arthur with the Transformers movies. I'm sure... Michael yeah. Bay is listening now and he's going to be getting ideas well, from this. Uh, yeah. Michael does listen. The Confederacy just didn't have the touch. <laughs> 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 they needed an Omicron cube or something like that. All right. So this the, car, the, it's the a car from media. It's from an General old Robert E. Lee. There you go. Oh, there it is. Yeah, he got it. How did the f Civil War first start? Did, well, I mean, like in terms of who was, because we have established that now, you know, it was the South, the Confederate States of America, and it was against... The, the Yankees. The Yankees. What? <laughs> He's, not gonna, what He's the, not gonna the get New this one. He's not gonna get the New York one. Yankees. So they were. <laughs> it was the New York Yankees. George, uh, the general is George Steinbrenner. Uh, <laughs> general George Steinbrenner. And, uh, I mean, you are somewhat correct in that they had a general named George, but <laughs> was that Washington or am no? I off? It was not Washington. Ah, damn it. <laughs> All right. So it's the North versus the South. When the first, when the war first happens mm. for the first couple of years, who would you, if you can tell us, who was pretty much winning the war in that first half of it at the time? I would imagine the South had a good grasp on uh, at the at the lead, but if, they started to it started to dwindle as more states were like, no, fuck this. Okay, so that's not really what happened. <laughs> um, the Confederacy, the Confederate States all seceded, but not pretty much at the same time. But they all slowly yeah, yeah, no, trickle out, seceded yeah. at the same time. Everybody um, was getting in for the winning team. Yeah. Well, yeah. And some of them Which got is the it Yankees. So, all right, so you are... It is the Yankees. It is the Yankees. Sorry, Willie Mays. You are technically correct. The South San was... Francisco's in the North, motherfucker. You right. are technically correct that the South was, you know, pretty much winning the war. Can you tell me... When that started to change? Uh, no. You can't. No. We Even already though we heard it earlier. <laughs> that doesn't mean I heard it. <laughs> you, oh, boy. <laughs> it's Dan's favorite movie. Um, and, what, JFK? <laughs> what have I ever talked about? The year was 1963. Oh, it was moving when pictures. the tide began to turn <laughs> against was, the Confederates. It's moving pictures, isn't it? <laughs> it's an album. <laughs> well, it's a conceptual album, so you play it in your head. It's not even a concept album. <laughs> And it's not even my favorite Rush album. <laughs> Yours. It's like you know nothing. <laughs> All right, fine. Twenty-one, twelve. <laughs> there we go. All right, but that's not an answer <laughs> to the question. Well, not to that question, but it's an answer to What was the questions. turning point of the Civil War? I, and we already mentioned it. Did we? It, like, it was literally the topic that you were going to be given. Oh, uh, the, the Battle of Gettysburg. Yes. boy. There we go. All right. Um, so what came from... The Civil War. What happened afterward? Uh, 
a, a, a bit of improvement over, uh, <laughs> like, not a whole lot of improvement, but uh, war was won, and, you know, uh, blacks started to get some rights. What was that called? Mm. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't understand. If, 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 when the slaves there was were a, freed, yeah. there was the, a specific what, name. What the, oh, what the, like the Emancipation uh, Proclamation? Yes. I don't listen to hip hop. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I don't know why I should know all of this because Taylor Swift doesn't talk about it. So why should I know it? <laughs> He's right. <laughs> He's right. Uh, yeah. Why, why would anyone want to know the history of the war that literally freed the slaves? I think why? this might be my new favorite segment. <laughs> no. No. Anybody got any follow up questions with Moses on the Civil War? I was just thinking like my only contribution and it's not a question to Moses, but it's that what he just said chimes in with me. Why should we know about history that Taylor Swift doesn't talk about? <laughs> and it makes me think about like, what would her Holocaust song look like? <laughs> It would be a breakup album. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. <laughs> just things losing. were good with the Germans, but then it started to go south. Yeah. They turned. They turned. Like they were very toxic. Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. A lot of uh, toxic masculinity. I don't know. I don't know how we word that these days. <laughs> toxic whiteaticity. White. Oh wow. All right. We're making up words now. Uh, like all that. words are made up, Pete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had this conversation. We yesterday. did. It was a drunken, angry, <laughs> angry conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what that other word I was trying like that I don't like just because it sounds stupid. I don't remember. I what forget it was. what word it, it was. It was a though. very stupid conversation. <laughs> yeah. I remember I multiple times thought about driving into a telephone pole just because we were conversing with each other. I'm glad that my deepest conversation with Moses yesterday was about banana peppers. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a dream. It was such an absurd conversation. Dream. Such an absurd conversation. <laughs> I could have sworn that was a dream and didn't actually happen, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Because I was half expecting all been sandwiches on the, on the ride here. I'm like, I am kind of hungry now. <laughs> well, that was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. You that's, are a, a scholar. Yeah. And, that's and I, I have no questions. I, don't, I, I wouldn't know where to begin. I feel like I can't even distill anything vague enough. All my shit would be too niche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It don't matter. None of this matters. All right, Carl. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I guess what matters is that uh, uh, blacks were no longer legally slaves because of the Emancipa uh, Emancipation Proclamation, uh, a delightful rap album from Kodak Black, which I strongly <laughs> encourage everyone to listen to. It's fantastic. Do listen to Kodak Black. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And what else? Uh, the English brought us here. And then the Civil War happened pretty much immediately. Uh, and oh. Washington was present. And, and we didn't even get into the whole idea that the English were, you know, negotiating with the Confederacy oh, yeah. during oh, know, the Civil War. Oh, well, no, because, because the, the, the English, if we just go by English history, like then losing. they've obviously done no wrong because they're just a delightful people um, who did not enslave most of the world. Um, and I think that I speak for myself and my fellow Americans here, Americans listening, uh, the country of India, all 1.4 billion people who live there, China, all the 2 billion people who live there, and most of Africa and South America as well, and um, uh, the rest of Europe, pretty much, unless they were fighting with, with you know, alongside France at the, the time. Spice Isles. Yeah, absolutely, the Spice Isles. Most of the Caribbean, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the southern, uh, southern Pacific. Um, uh, for a time, we had Hong Kong, you know, so on and so forth. And the bottom line is that all of these people, I speak for everybody, that the English are really the ones who did the right thing throughout this. You know, we Americans fought amongst ourselves over these trivial subjects that really, as Moses so eloquently put, don't relate to us. 
oh. and don't matter. And I'm just glad that the English were there to kind of give us a little bit of guidance, to kind of dig us up out of the mud, as it were, and give us a little bit of culture, um, a little bit of civilization. And when I look around the room here, I see a lot of savages, people who don't speak in English accents, people who maybe don't even drink tea when they wake up in the morning or at, at 9 a.m. or at 11 a.m. or at... One. When does the patent flag drop down behind him? Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I was just going to keep going until somebody stopped me. You're, you're clearly talking about. Oh, my God. Can we destroy England? Is that a thing? Can we like just make this really militant? Yeah. I think that would be a topic for another podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, fine. That's how we get I'll our save TLC my vitriol. <laughs> that's how we I get our TLC show is. Uh, yeah, we keep t- being militant and yeah. uh, they'll pick us up for that's a couple of seasons. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, everybody. If you liked that segment, please, uh, you know, hit us up on social media and also, you know, ask some questions. Give us a topic. What do you want Moses to talk about in a historical context next? Maybe it's the Revolutionary War that you were about. It seems like that's what he wanted to talk about. (laughs) That's my favorite one. Maybe it's the Dust Bowl, as you wanted to talk about. I did do a report on the Dust Bowl in high school, and it was the most boring thing, and I hated myself for picking it. My teacher told me, like, don't do this. This is stupid. And I'm like, eh, I don't care. Not a big fan of the Grapes of Wrath, huh? Oh, God, no. God, no. God, no. That book is terrible. So, Moses, closing thoughts on the first ever Moses Does History segment. Uh, I, I learned a lot, and I also will not remember any of this. I would like to get into more of the taco legislation or anti-taco legislation that came up because of that with Robot Lincoln, but we'll <laughs> delve on that another time. Very good. Justin, closing thoughts on everything we've talked about in this podcast. You know, I... I do feel lighter. I feel freer. I've gotten some aggravation off my chest, and somehow now I'm dumber, too. So um, <laughs> I think we're all dumber. Yeah. I guess what they say is true. Ignorance is bliss. Mm. Amen. And uh, Willie Mays Hayes. Um, thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I can also, I, I kind of feel like I am a little bit dumber after this, but in some ways I am educated about my fellow man. Uh, shout out to uh, Jimmy Houston Davenport. Uh, he was my favorite third baseman when I played for the San Francisco Giants. I wish we could get both of you on the podcast. One I would time. love that, actually. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Maybe we can Maybe do that we for can the make next that happen. one. Maybe we can make that happen for the next one. Yeah. But it's just been uh, fantastic being here. Thank you so much. Moses, thank you for educating me. And that's it. Very good. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can also follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this podcast, then become a Loud and Drunk supporter at loudanddrunk.locals.com and patreon.com slash loudanddrunk. So for Justin, Moses, and Willie Mays Hayes, I'm your host, your guide, your producer, Dan Legendstein. Thank you. Lahayim. This podcast was a bit of a schlep, but I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Tell your mother that you listened. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, this is Loud and Drunk. Bye-bye. Shalom.